0: welcome to c3 church taber you're about to hear a message from our senior pastor Bill Oldfield. get ready to be inspired to live your best life all that I am, Lord, will follow you all of my days no back, I've left behind. Vision is about having faith. I'm going to drop something in at the end of my message that really is about voice activation. Of man, what are you still doing here? You're supposed to be back at Darwin. And you, you guys, give it up for the podcast listeners, guys. Because <laughs> Jenny Daryl come from Darwin. I don't know how you're still here, but you are. You were here last week, I know that. And and Jenny's mum. God bless you. God bless you. Give it up for Jenny's mum, everyone. And Jenny and Daryl are long-term friends. Apparently they filled in some of the the blanks last week and I hadn't seen them for 20 years maybe, I don't know how long, but apparently I witnessed to him at this Coles Warehouse where I used to work in the 80s and I witnessed to your husband. He was an entertainer. We got talking about music and, of course, I love music and somehow... You got invited to church and you got saved in, in the church of CLC back in the late 80s, I think, when they did church at Lizaro the 16 acres of land, that, which they could never get a DA on, and, uh, which taught us a lesson because we didn't anyway. It's a story. But you, fat, you guys are awesome. And uh, you got saved. Um, and then, of course, you went to Darwin because you got this... Can I be on... Can I, is that cool? You got an illness where you need to be warm all the time we're praying for healing right now just put your hands towards her right now just stand up Jenny right now by faith we believe in healing and the power of God's spirit to heal you of that that dilemma that that infirmity of Jesus right now she said she'd come down here and live and join this church if if it was the condition was different but father right now from head to toe we declare by the inspiration of Christ and his great role modeling of healing people all the time and he said to do the same right now we declare jenny to be healed in jesus name and they listen to us by podcast up in darwin and we say Daryl, if you're up in darwin right now listening to us god bless you good buddy great to catch up with you and at the end of the message i'm going to drop in um a voice activated prophecy that i gave in 93 i think it's '93. o3 no it's '03. 3 03 that I dropped into the school hall where we were meeting as a church while, while in high school hall we were in the Cutler Drive we grew out of that and then we were into the high school hall and then in the high school hall I got highly inspired by God to prophesy something that I'll read out later who wants to hear that who wants to hear that and uh, when this place was just like so let, let's tease our faith where thanks guys thank you so much colleen and tim thank you for that it was fantastic they gave us three four days away in their caravan really appreciate that needed that who's visiting in the house today who's visiting who's god bless you and you know i don't know how you got here but listen if you want to know more about us we are on the web Uh, our website can tell you about how we started and what we're about and all our sermons are there 350 or 80 or even close to 400 sermons are there on itunes and facebook and uh, and of course it's all about the word of god uh preaching the word prophesying the word will allow you to come alive and you will become someone entirely absolutely entirely different if you allow that word to take effect in your life amen where were some of these young men yesterday real men what what, what you go know, going come on come on i'm seeing i'm not not picking on anyone but i just glanced a couple of you just then And I'm thinking you you might have been working, doing retail, I don't know what you were doing. Here's a message, it's called Faith for 2012, I couldn't think of a better title, but have you got your Bibles ready, podcasters, get your Bibles out, um, get your pens out, pads out, I'm going to throw you some scriptures, I'm going to lay a foundation again, wasn't last Sunday fantastic, wasn't last Sunday fantastic, and by the way if you're a young person, you're visiting you've not been here before, you need to come tonight. The place is chockers full of young people that come from all over, but mainly from Baddow Bay and Foresters. There's something going on through uh, the entrance high school. We don't know what it is, but there's a massive outbreak of God and there's a chain reaction, a grace reaction. A lot of souls are being saved through that school and we thank God for that. And we're seeing a lot of them connect to SG Youth. Uh, and of course they're coming out on Sunday night please pray for our youth they're getting incredibly saved at SG Youth Friday night they come here Sunday night tonight they'll be here in force again and listen you know they're just that far away some of them are just falling back out into the world because they've got a lot of stuff against them we need to pray for them can you do that? pray for SG Youth please do that Faith is not trying to believe something uncertain or even the impossible. Hebrews 11.1 says, now faith, now say that, now faith. This is an incredible thing. I heard a story of a lady that her husband died but her husband all the time, they were just hard yarders, they were in America and it was a double story house and he was always tinkering in the, in the basement, trying to invent something. He died. He was diseased. He died. And, uh, she was saddened. She remembered what was he doing down there all those hours. She went down there and discovered he was actually designing some whiz-bang, uh, skateboard. It was a double-ended thing. I don't think they were all that big, help me Luke, in Australia. But they, it was a design. She took it to the toy guys and, and, they actually said, this is phenomenal. This is... Um, your husband designed this? Yeah, my husband made this up. He said, this is actually amazing. So, you know, they patented it. And the next thing is, she's a businesswoman now. She's gone from a housewife to a businesswoman, huge big factory, and trucks pulling up at a factory, and these skateboards going. You know what America's like. It's all built on fads. Sorry, Brie. And um, it's, and these skateboards are going out. No, it's not. And um, so... And she had this one scripture tucked in her heel and she had a plaque over the door of her factory and it was this scripture, now faith, not yesterday's faith, now faith. And she tore that out of a Bible, she put it in the heel of a shoe and she actually used to walk around with it. She used to actually walk around with that scripture, now faith. So yesterday you had faith to do great stuff, but what's your faith like today? What's your faith like today? Some people get up this morning, oh, I'm not going to church. Oh, look, I've, you know, whatever. I'm not giving today. I'm not, I'm not worshipping today. I'm not, you know, now faith. It's a fight of faith, amen, the Bible says. A fight of faith. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So, it's saying faith is being sure and certain. When faith operates, the impossible becomes possible. Oh, I love this stuff. So, do you mind if I just give you a little teaching here and to give you some foundation? And then I'll, I might unhook the seatbelt and, and maybe relax. relax yeah. <laughs> Many things about faith. Okay. Um, Jesus, thank you Father yeah there are many things about which we are sure and certain faith is a principle by which we live by every day it's a principle, say principle Principle. we take certain things for granted okay, so the seats that you're sitting on did you believe that those seats would hold you up when you sat on them? you did, didn't you? when you walked to earth Hey, sorry, what was that? someone pardon? hundred percent yeah it's a sad day when the chair gives away it's a sad day actually when the chair gives away but um listen did you have faith when you walked to work this week or school this week or somewhere this week that the ground would not cave in did you just have absolute faith certainty absolutely you just know when you got out of bed that there's floor there's ground whatever you did. Did you this week, did you believe as you were drawing in oxygen, that there was sufficient oxygen in the air that you weren't in a submarine maybe and there was but you're just going, air is here. Air is a certainty. I got air right now. I got no trouble. I got no drama about believing for air. Who's like that? It's a good thing to have air man. Julie and I, thank God, I married a wife who have some of the same sensibilities, same dispositions as me. And one of those things is we like air. And, uh, and I'm glad... I'm glad, Tim, your caravan windows just opened all up. Every one of them opened up. Because uh, I've been in some houses where literally they've locked them up. They've drilled them shut. They've got bars drilled... Them. And you can't get those windows open. They're not opening because whatever was trying to get in, it ain't getting in. Especially air. <laughs> and so, I think we've known some people like that. We start to feel it, you know, when we see all the windows down and, I don't know, you like me? You like air? I like, even in the cold, we have our doors open, we have windows open. I, I believe, just, we believe in fresh air. I don't know. I don't know what you are. Okay. <laughs> So when you're sure and certain about something, you do not even give it. You don't even give it a thought. So these are some of the statements I've actually spoke about previous, and I think they're worth speaking again. There's some statements you can have faith in your feelings, in which case your feelings will govern your life. That's absolutely right. You can actually have faith in your fears, and you'll be paralysed into inactivity. You can have faith in some kind of political philosophy in which case you will devote yourself to such ideology and you can have faith in others and sometimes more than often they will let you down. Amen? Or you can have faith in God and learn that He is utterly trustworthy, dependable and faithful. Absolutely faithful. And if you don't believe that, you need to look into some of the story of this church. And by the end of this message, I hope, That you will understand that God is faithful. So the New Testament speaks of, uh, three different kinds of faith. And this is a, just a little teaching here I need to drop in. First type of faith is justifying faith. This simply, this faith is simply about this. It brings us into a living relationship with God. We just, we just know without a shadow of a doubt Jesus Christ is Lord. He walked the earth performed miracles, He died on the cross for our sin. we believe in him, and when we did the great, we traded in our sin, and we got his righteousness. We are justified, we are pardoned if we're in a courtroom or we're bound for the jail cell. Jesus stood up and said he's free I'm releasing him I'm paying the ransom he's pardoned as of this day who's this crazy guy this is Jesus okay I can have I'll I'll have that that's great and that's what Jesus did he saved us from hell he saved us from a lost eternity and Jesus pardoned us who's got faith for that who's got faith that they're bound for heaven I'm hoping there's more hands by the end of the service than that. Six, one, two, three, bound for heaven. Who's going to hell this morning? Just put up your hand if you're going to hell this morning. See, I have no... See, this is a faith thing. Uh, uh, who's going to heaven this morning? Not sure. Wow, I'm still seeing hands down. Okay, we'll do something about that at the end of the... the that's good. It's good to be real. It's good to be honest with yourself. I'm not sure. Maybe those people are saying, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. Because if you were absolutely sure, when I say, are you bound for heaven? Your hand would go up like that. It would just go pop, just like that. It would just be unhinged. It would just go, boom, boom. It would be like that. But but if you're unsure, you go, I'm a bit fearful. I haven't been in this church before. I don't know what the story is. But uh, yeah, all that just subsides when you know absolutely you just go, I don't give a toss. I'm going to heaven. You know what I mean? So you got it. You got to break out of the fear of men. See, the fear of man stops people believing in miracles. I'd like to pray for my friend at work, but you know the fear of man, everyone's watching me, they're going to think I'm a crazy Christian, if he doesn't get healed, ah, look, I'm not going to do it. I'll pray for him in the, in the, in the quietness of my own time. See, faith is about being bold, audacious. Audacious is meaning stepping out of the box of the confinements of your own comfort zone, your own personality, and daring to believe in what Christ Jesus and the Word of God says. Amen? Amen. It's, it's daring to believe in a radical vision that C3 Tugra believes in, in that we can save young souls, that we can save people, that we can turn their lives around for good, see them set ablaze into their best life, that we can even go out to the nations and do that all over again, that we can start churches, that we can reverse people's situation and circumstance, that we can turn it. If, if we can just get, we can voice activate. Uh, you know, if someone says to him, I'm broke, I'm busted, I'm sick, you know, I would say to them, Jesus' name, you are healed, set free, prospering, blessed, future, and a hope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we, we, you know, my my dash, my clever dash of my new cars, you know, what's, it, what's some, of the, some, some of the things it says to us, you know, like, dial name, dial name. Name, please. name, please, and then we quote a name, Frank, and then it says, Sue, oh, Frank. Now, then we've got to say, no, no, if you start to argue with it, stupid. Woman. <laughs> so one of the things that happens with, okay, the first thing, write it down, one, justified by faith, that's the first level of faith, Matthew 1.15 says, the time has come, he said, the kingdom of God is near, repent and believe the good news, repent and believe, which we do. What happens in that moment, and the great thing I'd like to tease out is in Ephesians 1.13, it says, And you were also included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having believed, having believed, and I'll say it again, having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Say, so listen, to, listen to this. You have the Holy Spirit, 14, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. You are a child of God, a son of God. You're an inheritor of everything Jesus has done for you on the cross you have that you have that it's yours you're justified by faith it's yours whether you like it or not it's up to you to claim it or not it's yours whether you like it or not it's up to you to claim it faith is a choice faith is a choice i want to live this life this version i want to do and God says, well, I've got so much more for you. Would you begin a journey towards the promised land and inherit the good land and the good fruit of that land? That's what the cross does. The cross says, I've done everything I can. Jesus said, I've done everything. It is finished. It's whether you make that journey. So that's, that's, you know, that's what justified faith. Okay, second, doctrinal faith embodies what we believe about God. The Bible reveals God's nature to us. He is Lord. He is love. He is almighty. We teased this out last week. He is holy. The Bible tells us who God really is. His character, his personality. Unfortunately, many people have their own idea of God. If God is a skinny, weak, immune God, that ain't going to get you too far and that's going to help you envision great vision. That, that, you, you know, you could imagine if, if you were to, you know, I don't know, if you were to try, have to rely on someone. You know, you're hoping that they have all the goods when you're running out into the soccer field. That, You know, I said to a guy last night, he plays for Wyong Baptist and he plays first grade and I'd noticed his calves, man. Man, I said, why isn't he playing on our team with those calves? <laughs> They're good calves. <laughs> So you know what I mean? So when I see God, I want to see Him with not just good calves, <laughs> I want to see Him, as we said in um, Psalm 67, verse 12, 11 and 12, that he is great and he is good. On these two fundamental revelations of who God is, a lot of people on the planet are doing great stuff, just on those two fundamental issues, that he is great. He's awesome, he's big, and he's good, meaning he's loving. He's just humongously great and good and loving. This is, forget, what's the movie, the Transformers or something? Rubbish Rubbish compared to God. Forget the Avengers and Iron Man and the Hulk together and... Whoever and whatever, man, this is God of the universe. Man, you can trust Him. He's good, He's great, and He's loving. And when you understand that, your vision, Ollie, gets very encouraged to believe big. Now, if you're God skinny and immune, not real big calf muscles, you know... (laughs) Yeah, you try. I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) I I know you're good on top. I haven't looked down the bottom, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they say that the Bible can give us this revelation of who God really is. We cannot live by faith if we do not know the one in whom we have faith. God will always act according to his nature i just believe i'm like a kid i just believe my god my father my god will do what he can do of course his character god is holy he's he's complete look he this is some theology but god is righteous he is love he's merciful He is gracious the act of he's always gracious he's he's not like an angry dad he's always gracious covering you with grace he is just he is judge he is shepherd He's always keen to lead us, guide us. I am the way. I am the truth. He is the truth. And of course, I did say Psalm 62. Not Did I say 67? It's Psalm 62, verse 11 and 12. God is strong and loving. If you just understand that, we could go home right now. The third thing I want to talk about is the third part of faith. Okay, so you just believe. Okay, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. This is where this type of church is different. It's a spirit-filled church. It it operates by the whole dynamic of, you know, the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came and optimized people to be able to communicate the gospel and to be able to pull off signs and wonders and walk in the miraculous dimension of the kingdom of God. Are you tracking with me on that? That's what the Holy Spirit deal is about, that it gives us this ability to... Create a level playing field where the devil's defeated and we can take on the circumstance of life and even the enemy himself and we can push darkness back and we can release the light of God and that we can be heroes of the faith. Just like the, the Hebrews 11 versions of the people that shook nations and released, you know, the kingdom wherever they went. They turned the known world upside down. You know, they say that C3 Tugra's turn. Why i upside down? I hear on the streets. It hasn't been the same since you guys turned up. You know, they're still talking about us out there. You know, you guys, we keep hearing about you. I mean, you're still there, yeah. We're still there, man. We're, yeah, uh, about <laughs> But you know what I mean? We're 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 people that live by this dynamic of faith, this 24/7 faith. And and, and it's radical stuff. The Bible teaches us that if we can get in faith and stay in faith, everything else will come. Whatever needs we face in our daily lives, if we can move into a position of faith and stay there, we will walk in victory on a day-to-day basis. The Greek word of faith says trust and confidence in God. We teased that out last Sunday night, which was a phenomenal message. I actually taught the message, and it was a message based in faith and what the Old Testament talks about faith as this one key word trust in the old testament repeatedly it says trust lean not on your own understanding does he need to be healed should they be healed no don't lean on your understanding his ways are higher his thoughts are not your thoughts he wants to absolutely heal them get with the program we used to say with the boys in juvenile justice get with the program lad if you want a late night make your bed Born again believer. If you want healing, get with the program of what God's saying about the situation. And of course, I've stated this before. That's why a revived spirit... Okay, love this. Jot this down if you can. But saying all that, faith is the dynamic interaction of our spirit man with God. It's a dynamic interaction with our spirit not sure what that's out of, but I hope I've still got faith, and I'm certain and confident that roof is not going to fall down. <laughs> Did you get that? So, the Spirit-filled church, the Pentecostal version, the Charismatic version of the theology of faith would be this. What's how's this faith different than, say, some other faith? Well, um, this faith is a high dependence on the reality of this, that your spirit is engaged with God's spirit and that you are being stimulated, influenced and activated to believe. Everyone has a gift of faith. Everyone has a gift of faith. It's whether you want to live in the dynamic of the presence of God and the reality of His grace toward you. Remember I said grace. We did a whole series on it. Grace is like this. It's toward you. It's like this. You can turn your back on it. You can ignore it. You can shrug it off. But it's towards you like that. And if you honor it, love it, subscribe to it, with faith, you can do tremendous stuff in God. It's your spirit engaged with God. Most ministers, most leaders in the church are 24-7 switched on in God. They don't like to talk about little things. That's why... They don't like to do too much just talking about nothing. <laughs> they're, they're, they, they, yeah, uh, you know what I mean? They want to be with people, with people and, uh, that are talking about the kingdom, talking about the reality of our God. And, and, uh, and they're talking the word, they're talking the spirit. They're, they're always in that place because uh, it, it's just where they live. It's where they live. That's why a revived spirit is important to live by faith. When we are spiritually dry, we fail to believe in vision and promises for ourselves as a church, even a nation or in a city. Philippians 2.12 says, Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act. He's working in you. He's that, whole, that gift of the Holy Spirit, the deposit of the Holy Spirit, as I quoted in Ephesians, is in you. And it's, man, it's like a little dynamo. It's like that little pilot light, man. And all you've got to do is like what happened at Andrew Flaxman's. Party last night. Let's find some, some firewood, some, some. Uh, what do they call them? Uh, crates, uh, pallets, and, and then they threw on. I was wondering why all these lounges were surrounding the hugest bonfire I've ever seen. It's nearly as tall as that roof there. They had lounges. They'd obviously gotten them from the side of the road. About six, eight lounges. But you know what I mean. They threw them on. And then they lit the fire, then they threw them on eventually. But faith, burning, outrageous faith in people's hearts is what we need in the church this day. We don't need a little pilot light. You walk into my house, I've got a gas stove. There's a little pilot light there. You look at the stove, it's not working, it's not doing anything. But it's actually, if you look real hard, there's a little pilot light in there. And sometimes we've got to do that with people. We've got to go, are yeah, they cooking anything, man? Are they cooking any faith? Are they cooking any, any wild exploits? Are they cooking any vision? Are they cooking any wild stuff of God? Man, come on, help. Oh, yeah. They're saved. Check this out. This guy's saved, man. I don't know how it happened. Yeah, I'm not saved. Lights are on no one's home. On no they're saved, all right. But they have no faith to live the Christian life. They have no faith to engage the realm of the kingdom of God. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. It's here now. His grace, His mercy, His kindness, His will is like this. It's like a, it's like a, man, it's like a full blown F1 Ute upsized, just waiting in the driveway, ready to get out on the open road. That's what some people's lives are like shiny squeaky chrome plated plastic fantastic oh you know it's just looking so good but they're not doing anything they're not going anywhere there's a manifestation and there's a fruit of faith okay have i got five minutes okay let's work it out that's the scripture philippians 2 12 continue to work it out hebrews 11 1 now faith is being sure of what we hope for certain of what we do not see and so how do you get faith? Pastor Phil, help me. By hearing the word of God. By hearing the word of God. Let's understand faith in Jesus' ministry. John eleven 12. Let's shoot through some scriptures. This sickness, he says, this is this man of God that we serve and love. He's the son of God. He's the God and the king of kings. He's the Lord God Almighty. And and this is some of his life that teaches us how to live and operate in faith. It says here, John eleven four. The sickness will not end in death i'm john 11, eleven i'm going there to wake him up okay man i want that person to come to my house when i'm on my deathbed or sick i want i want luke eagle to come and say i'm going there to wake him up not oh i guess i could come and yeah i could squeeze there. Yeah, i just pop around and yeah, I think yeah I could pop around and have a few words. No, your loved one, your precious loved one is laying in Gosford Hospital, Wyong Hospital. They want you to say, I'm going there right now to pray. I'm praying for Jenny. I'm praying for Jenny's mother. I'm with attitude, man, because attitude has has passion, it has emotion, it has intention. it has power. Your brother will rise again, John eleven twenty three. John 11, 41. Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you will always hear me. Jesus loves to heal. Matthew 9, 2. On many occasions, he told them that they received their healing in response to faith. Matthew 9.2 says, Some men brought to him a paralytic lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. Nine Matthew 9.22, Jesus answered, Jesus turned and saw her, Take heart, daughter, he said, your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed from that moment. Matthew 9.29, then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith... It will be done to you. Matthew fifteen twenty eight. Then Jesus answered, Woman, you have great faith, and your request is granted, and a daughter was healed from that very hour. Luke seven fifty, Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Don't you love this stuff? Luke seventeen, verse nineteen. Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. But then Jesus turns up in Nazareth, where he came from, couldn't do any miracles. That's Jesus. Man, he made some of our furniture. we got his coffee table in our house. Who does he think he is? Cam Cam Harvey. Who does he think he is stepping up in front of the, the, the real men? You know, we know him. We've done church with him. Well, I we did a coffee with him on the veranda. Who does he think? And he stands out in front of the real men yesterday. And boom, faith is released. Vision is released. And the power of God is released. And the men go, whoa, lead us on, champ. I'll get, get you to quote that that prophecy you got. See, faith is about vision. Okay, I've done my time. I want to continue, but I can't. I, I, I've done. But listen, listen to me. Faith is about vision. It's, it's vision. His ways are higher than your thoughts, your little plans. His, his ways are not your ways. Well, I think it should be like this. Well, that's great, but that's not God's ways. Well, I think it should be like this. Well, sorry, but... God says Hello Uh, His ways are higher. Isaiah fifty five. His thoughts are not your thoughts. You've got to get retuned, you've got to get renewed in your mind. You've got to get the heart of God. You've got to get your spirit engaged. You you, gotta get voice activation. Voice activation. So okay, here it is. In ninety three. Wasn't ninety three, was it? It was two thousand and three. Your pastor, highly inspired. By God, in faith, in faith, declared something. And he said with words of authority and power, just like Jesus did when he said, peace be still and the wind and the waves obeyed him. Be opened, he said. Get up and walk, he said. Your sins are forgiven, he says. Faith produces results. Can I tell you that? Faith produces results. Unbelief restricts God's activity. Only you limit him by your unbelief. The Lord never wants to limit himself in your experience of him. So let me just say this, that this prophetic word was given as a word of inspiration and, uh, in '3. And I stood up, I don't know where it came from, but I got this prophetic vision of this church, where it should go. And I said this, I'm sorry, okay. We're over the river in Wyom High School Hall in the in the in the auditorium. We used to get carried away in the spirit. They were good days. We're too sensible now. <laughs> I got caught up in the spirit, and I declared something. Praise God, they recorded it. I'm looking out here, and I'm looking, and I'm and I'm standing in the auditorium, and I'm looking towards this land, and I just started to prophesy. So faith is about vision. Some people would say, I have no vision for that person to be saved, to be healed, to be blessed. I have no vision for this church to prosper. I have no vision to reach into the entrance high school. I have no vision to see my mate say, that's unfortunate. Without vision, you will perish. You will live a minimal life. You will live a life like this. Just just, just a little life, like this is me, and my planet right here. you got no vision. You're not going out anywhere. You're not doing anything. You're not believing for Wyong. You're not believing for the suburbs of the coast. You're not believing for your friend's healing. You're not believing. You're not believing for your best life. So this is what I got, inspired by God, and this is faith. I'm looking out here. I'm looking across the direction of the land. So this is before anything was here on this land. This is when the grass was this high. There was two cows on the property, all rickety fence, nothing on this property. But by faith, God had opened my eyes. I'm looking out here. I'm looking across the direction of the land. What do I see? I see a lot of earthworks being done. I see the sewer going in. I see power coming in. I see a tent going up. We had no idea that we were going to do church in a tent for five years. I see a tent going up. I see activity. I see people praying. We're always praying. I see the tent with chairs in it now, bench seats. We actually bought the bench seats from uh, the Seventh-day Adventist church and they were bench seats I see bench seats I see the green astroturf now this is before we even bought anything and we bought a tent from a church in Sydney and guess what they said to us you can have all this astroturf with it you can have all this floor it's astroturf artificial grass okay so (laughs) I see the stage full of equipment and I see people laughing and really just bemused by this spectacle I see many people just coming in and driving in on the land. I see finances coming in. I see souls getting saved. I see people getting baptized in an in-ground pool beside the caretaker's property. And that actually did happen. I see a car park on grass at first. Then I see more. And I see the first stages of the building being built by faith. I see bezel block walls. I see backfill. I see foundations. I see steel, I see trucks coming in, I see favor, I see doors opening, I see checks, I see large amounts of money coming in. I see people coming in, new people, new families. I see with eyes that see what God would want me to see with that eyesight and I am encouraged. I see the calling on my life and the church and I see the calling upon this nation. I see Let's all stand right now. I see the calling upon this world for this nation to be saved. I see even a nation like Iraq being saved. I see people of God being discouraged. Their hearts have grown sick. I talked about post-traumatic faith condition last week. I see them alive and see them with faith. I see them with great hope. Now I see them with power to believe in every situation that God can intervene, heal and set free, bind up and open up and release the oppressed, the prisoners to go free. I see people that see God in other people. That's powerful. I see a people that see God in a situation, a problem. They see God in the worst thing. Even in a jail cell, they see God. Paul and Silas right there. I see people, missionaries going out, being able to be encouraged directly by God, even in a desert of a place. But I see them with a smile. I see them with hope. I see them with faith. I see them with a great countenance of glory. I see a people whose eyes are open to see that which God is already doing. And I see a people full of faith, full of hope, full of love. I see a people that are able to appropriate life according to what they see, but what is not seen. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. This is the title comes to him, must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed, of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality. This is faith persevering, persevering, perceiving as real fact, that which is not but revealed to the senses, but that which is revealed to the spirit man. You lose your faith. You lose your faith. You lose your vision. You lose your vision. You lose your faith. Father, right now, I just pray. If you've lost vision, if you've lost faith right now, I pray for a Holy spirit reactivation. Faith is voice activated. Let's pray this Jesus. Jesus. forgive Forgive me of unbelief of doubt I'm down. the fear of man, fear of man. Jesus, Jesus I believe in your word I believe in your Holy Spirit I believe in your works I believe in your works I believe you Jesus, believe Jesus. that you walk the earth, walk the earth perform, perform miracles, miracles died on the cross, on the cross, for, for, the cross. My sin. for my sin Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus forgive, forgive me, me. of all my unbelief unbelief. forgive me me. of all my sin sin. wash me clean clean. set Set me free free. come to live in my heart Jesus ignite 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 my heart to burn for you let me be a burning man for you let me burn for Jesus not just be like a pilot light but I want my eyes open to see what you want to do for my life, for my family, my marriage, my business, my finances, my health, my hope, my daughter, my children, my son. Hold Jesus right now. I pray that you give me vision. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways, Lord. I wouldn't have done it like that. And Jesus said, your ways are not my ways. So right now, Lord God, I pray that you'd put me in the slipstream to live a most dynamic faith in you. See, the people that see God as great and loving, they believe God can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. So let's pray, let's worship, let's worship, let's worship Let something be reactivated in your heart as you sing Enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.